Chapter One I Meet Claire, read by Anne Kearney. I had first met Claire in the summer of 1947. I had been posted to Colchester for the last five months of my army career. I was anxiously awaiting to read on company orders the date of my DMOB number. Having no duties to perform at weekends, I used to disappear on Friday evenings to my home near Ipswich. I would then return to barracks on Sunday evening. Nobody ever missed me. It was a glorious hot summer Sunday afternoon. I was walking along this lane, which was shaded by a row of horse chestnut trees. I was intending to meet some of my pals, who used to congregate on the river bridge by the mill, a local beauty spot, which attracted both photographers and artists from everywhere. I didn't get that far. There was no one else in the lane but me, when suddenly around the bend there appeared this tall, slim, attractive girl. I had heard my mates talking about this girl, who had come to live in the village, who, they thought, would be the first one to secure a date with her. As she drew nearer, I noticed that she had a little Scotty dog on a lead. I was always very shy with the girls, but I could hardly just walk past and ignore her. I plucked up courage when she reached me, and I uttered the most ridiculous statement. "'Can I wheel your dog?' I asked. "'How could I have uttered such a stupid statement? "'Why couldn't I have said something sensible? "'The proverbial weather, for instance. "'After all, it was a beautiful, warm, sunny summer afternoon. "'My stupid statement must have amused her as she smiled. "'We chatted and went on to spend the afternoon together. "'She told me that her name was Claire,' and the dog that she had with her was a 21st birthday present from one of her aunts. She then went on to say that really she was a cat lover. This made me feel much more confident in her company, as we discovered that we had something in common with each other. I was a dedicated cat person, all creatures of the feline species, but most of all, of course, the domestic cat. Just as some cats had minds of their own, and chose you as the person that they wanted to be with, so it was with Ginger, one of the two cats that were to come into our lives some years on. Indeed, it was to be the same with Claire and me, as from that moment we knew whom we wanted to be with. We had arranged to meet again in the evening. All the lads had their eye on her. I ended up the lucky one, much to the envy of all my mates. From then on, we spent every moment together when we could, until my demob from the army. Claire had already left the ATS some months previously. I would return to my barracks on Sunday evenings and get a letter on Tuesday saying how much she was looking forward to Friday. This went on until early November, when I left the army. I was demobbed on November the 7th, 1947. I had to hand in my kit the day before at the quartermaster's store. The quartermaster sat there with the list of things that I should have possessed. I had many things missing. One of these missing things was my housewife. I don't know what happened to her. This, of course, was not what you might be thinking. We were not issued with females to look after us. 
Our housewife was merely a small packet containing needles and thread for sewing on buttons and anything else that might come adrift. As he was calling out the items from his list, I just said yes to everything. He wasn't bothering to check whether I had them or not. There were three of us leaving the next morning. We were taken to Colchester Station, where we caught the train on our way to Aldershot to go through the demobilisation procedure. This over, we were taken to Woking to be kitted out with civilian clothing, shoes, socks, underwear, shirt, tie, hat and a suit. Not being a standard size, I had to be measured for my suit. After choosing the material that I wanted, this was going to be almost bespoke tailoring for me, except that I wouldn't have to...